0: Welcome back to the 5-7 podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree. And today we're going to be talking about the nine Americans that were killed by the uh, cartel in in Mexico this past week. Now, the reason I want to do this is because I've long believed that we should be able to um, put these people out of business. You know, they've been running across um Mexico and the and South America with impunity doing whatever they can and corrupting the governments and now and 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 people dying at at record numbers and 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 nothing has really been done to these people you know and and something needs to be done i want to read the story it's it's from um Reuters about exactly what happened and uh, and it's absolutely unbelievable and it's it's something that i think everybody should know if you have not read about this yet so nine american women and children killed in northern mexico were victims of a territorial dispute between an arm of the sinaloa cartel and a rival gang officials said wednesday and may have been used to lure lure one side into a firefight hitman opened fire on the three mothers and 14 children traveling from a village in sonora to meet with relatives in neighboring chihuahua state and phoenix arizona when the killer struck The families were spread out along a 12-mile stretch of road near the border of the two states, according to Mexican authorities and families. As bullets began to pummel the first car, a white Chevrolet Suburban, Christina Marie Langford Johnson, stepped out waving her arms to show that they were not gang members, according to a family statement based on reports from the surviving children. Christina was shot dead. Her baby, Faith, survived the attack in a child seat that her mother appeared to have placed on the floor before she got out. Gunfire also ripped into a second white Suburban carrying Donna, Langford, and nine children some two kilometers back. Donna and, and two sons were killed. Reuters' video of the vehicle showed more than a dozen bullet holes in the roof and side of the vehicle. Inside, blood was smeared across seats and children's toys. A third car, 18 kilometers behind, was shot up and burst into flames, killing Ronita Miller and her four children. Some hours earlier, the Linnea Arm of the Chihuahua based War's cartel sent gunmen to defend the state border area after attacks in a nearby town by the Los Salazar faction of the rival Sinaloa cartel, a top general told uh, reporters. So essentially, one of the cartel sent members of, the, of their cartel to go and defend what they believe is their their borders, you know their their border, their territory from other cartel from a, from a rival cartel, and uh, and they wanted to uh, they wanted to do some work. The Sinaloa and Juarez cartel have for years been at odds over lucrative routes in the border region used to move cocaine, heroin, and other narcotics into the United States. Mexico has long requested that Washington do more to control demand for drugs. Mexico has unleashed its military against cartels, against, two th- against cartels since 2006, but despite the arrests or killings of leading traffickers, the campaign has failed to reduce violence. In fact, it has led to more killings as criminal groups fight among themselves. And what has commonly happened is is that when you, when you cut the head off a snake, you know, y- it the group can sometimes fraction off into smaller groups and then they start fighting each other look because they're looking to assert dominance because, you know, somebody wants to be at the top to meet, to be the, the one, the, uh, the, the main guy, the big group. Mendoza said that Miller Miller's car appeared to have exploded because of the gunfire. More than 200 spent shell casings were left behind. Relatives of the victims rejected the mistaken identity theory, arguing that shell casings and personal belongings found near the torch car suggest the attackers came close and made sure that everybody was dead before igniting the vehicles, which is unbelievable, which means that they would have known that there were children in there and they shot the place up, they shot the car up anyways. The family's account of the attacks and subsequent efforts to recover their surviving children include reports of shooting from the hillside that continued well after dusk. A man was arrested in a nearby town in a truck carrying a 50 caliber Barrett rifle and other military grade weaponry. But the government later said he was not linked to the murders. I also read another article about this where they found this guy with, uh, with, with uh, two people bound with their hands tied behind their backs, their feet tied, and a, and a, gag, and a gag in their mouth. And he had these weapons. He was clearly uh, up to freaking no good. And But this is just another example of the crime that the cartels um, cause in, in, in Mexico. This guy wasn't even a part of it, but they, they pulled this guy over. They found all this military-grade weaponry and these two bound people. And uh, man, they would talk about their lucky day because that could have been it for them. He was clearly, um, they were clearly going to be murdered or they were probably kidnapped and and, and they're going to look for ransom, which is Another common occurrence that happens in Mexico. The Mexican government countered Trump's call by urging Washington to help stop the flow of American weapons south of the border. And Security Minister Alfonso Durazo said Remington shell casings of U.S. origin were found at the crime scene. Also, uh, be sure to look into the the failed CIA op. Uh, I think it was called Fast and Furious uh, what that the Obama administration was doing trying to track weapons in Mexico. And it didn't go well. And they ended up... Uh, losing track of these weapons, and some of these weapons were, kill, were used to kill uh, Border Patrol agents. When the gunman shot dead his mother and two brothers, the uninjured 13-year-old Devin Langford had six surviving siblings nearby and walked for 14 miles to find a rescue party. After witnesses witnessing his mother and brothers being shot dead, Donna Langford's son Devin hid six other siblings in the bushes and covered them with branches to keep them safe while he went for help. For 11 hours, relatives had no idea what had happened to their loved ones. The youngest of Devon's siblings, 9-month-old Oliver, was shot in the chest. 8-year-old Cody had bullet wounds to the jaw and the leg, while Xander, 4, had been hit in the back. Brothers Trevor, 11, and Rogan, 2, lay dead. When Devin failed to return, his 9-year-old sister Mackenzie, who was grazed in the arm, went after him and walked 10 miles before getting lost in the dark. Search parties later found her, the family said. Another sister, Kylie, was shot in the foot while riding. While sibling, Ryder, was uninjured. Nearby were the bodies of the Miller family, including eight-month-old twins, Titus and Tiana, all shot and burned in their vehicle, the statement said. Only ashes and a few bones remain. Now, clearly, what is happening in Mexico and with the cartels is medieval. And these people need to be stopped. And I think that, it would be in our great interest as a society to help the Mexican government with finally ridding themselves of these freaking cartels because these people have no souls. They're killing women and children. There, I mean, the, the, there was a two trucks full, two suburbans full of, of women and children, and they murdered them. Sorry about that. And... And and, and 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 these and these people are, are, are still being able to run around and conduct their business the mexican government can't can't do much because they're corrupt they're so corrupt the The Mexican military is corrupt because the cartel has their hands in them the The police the local police can't do anything because they're corrupt too because the cartel's got their hands in them and and they need help and I think that you know with the aid of the United States government that we could really help fight the. this would be the true uh, war on drugs and 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 hopefully and hopefully get rid of this freaking problem that we're having because this has been taken to the next step you know these guys are killing women and children and and they don't care they know that they are and 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 they're going to keep on doing it over because of drugs because they want to make money uh, because of these drugs and uh, and it needs to be stopped so that's what i say that's what i call for uh, military action against these freaking guys because it it drives me absolutely crazy and I think that this is this is a cause that as Americans that we can all get behind you know maybe people are not behind w- with the war in 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 the Middle East and you know that's that's understandable you know to each their own I get it but this is our direct border and we have a direct connection to this crime there is you know I, I know a lot of people think that what's going on in the border. is 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 a problem and it is because of what they're doing to hispanics and 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 essentially keeping them in in cages which is which is wrong the problem with this is is that these people are not just coming from Mexico they're coming from South America as well and they're they're trying to leave these countries because these countries are so riddled with crime because of these cartels and they want a better place they want a better place to live which is completely understandable you know us giving them asylum that is a completely different issue what i'm talking about is why these people are leaving um, South America and, and Mexico is because the cartels have made these places un, unlivable because business is down because of the crime and they're trying to leave these areas because of the crime, and and that's why they're coming to the United States is because they're trying to get they they're trying to get away from the cartels. If we could possibly rid the cartels in in Mexico and South America, there could be there would be an opportunity for these these people to get their lives back, to get their country back, to get their land back so that they can, they can live like, like we do. But you know, that, I mean, that's a completely different, um, conversation, but I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to bring up why those people are coming because it's, it's a direct correlation with the crime in their countries, in their states and in their towns because of cartels and the cartels are the problem. And we we can do something about that, and I think that that's this is a cause that everybody can get behind because it directly affects us. You know, there is uh, tons of kidnapping in Phoenix um, that's related to to, uh, to to cartels. There is uh, you know routes that they walk in that is that Tim Foley witnesses himself. Check that out, Cartel Land on Netflix. Great great documentary about the cartels and how they bring they bring. Um, they bring drugs into the United States and what they do uh, and how they get it in. We have people that are leaving water for them because they think that they're doing the right thing, trying to help, you know, they're picturing, you know, a mother and kids walking across, um, you know, walking across the great desert to find a better land. And they think that they're leaving water and supplies for these people. But in actuality, the cartel people that are carrying over the drugs are taking these supplies and, and using them. So, um, you know, there, there's just, there's just a lot going on with it. It's, it's, it's a huge freaking deal. And, um, it's something that we need to tackle. We need to tackle head on because our border States are, are feeling the pain and they feel this the most, um, out of, out of, out of everybody in, in, in the country. So, um, it's something to think about, uh, what I want you to look into, look into cartel land on Netflix. Uh, look into crime in South America and in Mexico, and, and it's directly correlated to uh, to to the cartels. And um, and and it's unbelievable. And, and uh, once again, I think this is something that we can get behind. By the time everybody uh, listens to this, it's going to be um, it's going I'm going to release this on Veterans Day. I want to thank all my fe- veteran. Uh, fe- I'm sorry, fellow veterans out there for their service uh, to our country, to all the veterans that have uh, gone before us. You know, thank you. And all the guys that are serving now, I mean, I want to thank you for your service, but uh, the guys who have gone out there and and, and done the deed and, and given your service to, uh, to this great country, you know, I commend you and um, and you're all my battle buddies and uh, and I, I, I appreciate you. If you're a guy out there and you're listening to this podcast and you're having a hard time with life, uh, being out of the military, or you're having a hard time um, adjusting, transitioning, uh, get get a hold of me. Maybe I can point you in the right direction. Uh, if you're look, looking for somebody to talk to, I'd be more than willing to talk talk to you. And um, and that's what I got for you t- today, guys. Uh, be sure to hit subscribe. I appreciate um, everybody out there listening to the podcast and taking your time out of your day to listen to it. And I hope that I'm giving you information that um, that everybody could uh, could appreciate and everything uh, and and information that everybody could use. But that's what I got for you today, guys. This is pre out. <music>